A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord, Cursed is a man who trusts in human beings, who seeks his strength in flesh, whose heart turns away from the Lord. <clears throat> he is like a barren bush in a desert that enjoys no change of season, but stands in a lava waste, a salt and empty earth. Blessed is a man who trusts in the Lord, whose hope is in the Lord. He is like a tree planted beside the waters that stretches out its roots to the stream. It fears not the heat when it comes, its leaves stay green. In the year of drought, it shows no distress, but still bears fruit. More torturous than all else is a human heart beyond remedy. Who can understand it? I, the Lord alone, probe the mind and test the heart to reward everyone according to his ways, according to the merit of his deeds. Blessed are they who hope in the Lord. Blessed a man who follows not the counsel of the wicked, nor walks in the way of sinners, nor sits in a company of the insolent, but delights in the law of the Lord and meditates on his law day and night. He is like a tree planted near running water that yields its fruit in due season and whose leaves never fade. Whatever he does prospers. Not so the wicked, not so. They are like shaft which the wind drives away. For the Lord watches over the way of the just but the way of the wicked vanishes. Dominus Vobiscum, et cum spiritu tuo, Lexio Sancti Evangelii Secundum Lucam, Gloria Tibi Dominum. Jesus said to the Pharisees, There was a rich man who dressed in purple garments and fine linen, and dying sumptuously each day. And lying at his door was a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, 
who would gladly have eaten his fill of the scraps that fell from the rich man's table. Dogs even used to come and lick his sores. When the poor man died, he was carried away by angels to the bosom of Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried, and from the netherworld, where he was in torment, he raised his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. And he cried out, Father Abraham, have pity on me. Send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am suffering torment in these flames. Abraham replied, My child, remember that you received what was good during your lifetime, while Lazarus likewise received what was bad. But now he, was, he is comforted here, whereas you are tormented. Moreover, between us and you, a great chasm has, is established to prevent anyone from crossing who might wish to go from our side to yours or from your side to ours. He said, Then I beg you, Father, send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, so that he may warn them, lest they too come to this place of torment. But Abraham replied, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. He said, Oh no, Father Abraham, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. Then Abraham said, If they will not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded if someone should rise from the dead. Verbum Domini Blessed Lent, uh, and as we know, in this season, the church calls us to greater prayer and fasting. And this prayer and fasting should, live, should, should lead to greater almsgiving. And the, as, as we pray and fast, we should be coming more sensitive to the needs of others. And so a response from our fasting and prayer should lead us to love more deeply, more effectively. Today we hear in the gospel about a very rich man who neglected this very poor man. And this is a good lesson for all of us, you know, to be sensitive to the needs of others, to the pains of others. Well, in this gospel, this parable, 
that Jesus is speaking. You know, when we look at the context of it, you know, a little further, a little further ahead of this is, um, is Jesus warning the Pharisees about money. They had such a great love of money. You know, and this was, was, was kind of consuming them, their hearts. And this is what he's speaking to us about. You know, it's not, I mean, it's good to have money, to have power. And, you know, it's just how we use it. Do we use it for a charity? Now, this man here, uh, who is uh, often referred to as, as Dives, you know, he lived a very, um, a very, uh, very elegant, uh, affluent lifestyle, you know, and was uh, very luxurious in his, in his living. And when Jesus is speaking about these robes he wore, they were extremely expensive. Like the common man would, 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 could not afford to buy something like that in their lifetime. And then it, it tells about him who ate so sumptuously, you know, that, that he delighted in, in foods. And when we read uh, the Greek words for this in the biblical languages, this means that this was like constant gourmet meals, you know, all day long, seven days a week. And in a time where people, the common person, maybe only ate meat once or twice a week. Well, here he is delighting in it every single day. And outside, as it said, is this rich man named Lazarus. There he is, you know, there with sores, you know, hungry, in pain. You know, he, he can barely move. And then it says that even the dogs would come and lick these sores. Well, here is, is this, uh, this, this man dives coming in and out of his house. And the great sin here is, is that he didn't even notice that there was someone there outside his gate. He just walked. See, and what, what here was that his heart was so hardened and he was so uh, full of of selfishness, greed, and self-indulgence that he could not see others in need. So he was blinded by his own sin. And it says that even like here, this, this, this poor man Lazarus, he was waiting for the scraps that came from the table. Now, these scraps were, uh, were pieces of bread. See, when, when, when the, the, the rich, the wealthy of the time, uh, when they ate, they would often uh, wash their hands in pieces of, uh, and then in water, and then dry them in pieces of bread. And then they drop these pieces of bread to the floor, these scraps. So the poor uh, would wait for these pieces of bread so they, they could have something to eat. But Lazarus never had these pieces of bread. Well, okay, Lazarus goes to be with the Lord. Later on, this other man, the rich man, goes himself to, and now Lazarus is there, you know, he's there in, 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 in the glory of the Lord. No, but this, this man is, is in torment. He's in hell. So, as, and it's very obvious that, that this man didn't have any 
relationship with God. Know that he was not praying. Of course, he was not fasting. No, he was not reading the scriptures or, you know, hearing uh, good uh, lessons and, and teachings. No, he was, he was just so caught up in himself and in his wealth. Now, there are actually people like this in the world. Uh, now, but we need to be careful as well that we don't neglect others. See, here in this parable, this poor man is right outside the house of dives, and he can't see it. See, sometimes, you know, what we got to be mindful of, you know, there, there are many of us who do charitable works, and God bless you for doing those. Keep it up. You know, we, and, 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 but yet, sometimes we can neglect those closest to us. Oh, we can be so caught up in, in our work, in our career, that we are not mindful of the people in our own household. No, that we forget to ask them how they're doing or what they're doing. No, we're, we, we, have, we, we show no interest in them. No, and and that, that, that is a, a, a sin there. See, but like what we see from the example of Jesus is Jesus is very sensitive to the needs of others. You know, he knows pain. He knows brokenness. He knows suffering because he loves much. And, and so this is what, when he sees this, uh, this pain, this hardship, Jesus responds in compassion, in love. And that is what we are called to do. And so our prayers and our fasting are, are meant to, of course, uh, quiet the noise of consumption. And I'm not, I'm not just mean um, what is audible, but what is anything that is sensible. See, is that, that we, we crave a lot and we want a lot, that we're so fixed on what we should have or what our pleasures are and fulfilling them that we are not we don't see the needs of others no that we, we don't do charity and then you know there could be there could be some out there where the heart gets so hardened as this this rich man here where it, it is so stiff that it is just consumed with self that is that is not sensitive to anything or anybody no, this is a bad place to be at. So wherever we're at, Jesus is always there with us. Jesus is always ready to soften the heart. And for us who may struggle in these areas, you know, it's okay. I mean, hey, we bring it to the Lord. He's the one who's going to touch the heart. He's the one who's going to open it and fill it with his love, and it will pour out like a river. See, that's what we got to know and believe, that Jesus does this. But it's up to us to go to him in our prayer, you know, in, in our fasting. See, and what we are called to, uh, St. Paul tells us that in, in Philippians chapter 2, he says, he says, do not have any self-conceit, but in humility, Count others' needs before your own. 
serve others' interest before your interest. Make that more important. That's what St. Paul tells us. And then he shows us, tells us about Jesus. He says, in Jesus, Jesus who humbled himself, you know, becoming a servant, obediently accepting even death, death on a cross. Jesus who humbled and emptied himself. This is the example of charity we, we follow. That of Jesus Christ who, who loved us. And so wherever we're at, we go to the Lord. We look at his charity. Now looking also at his simplicity and his poverty. Now there we can be so inspired that the Lord became poor so that we could become rich, not so much with the riches of this world that are passing, but the riches of his grace, the riches of his glory, which is his love. So it's very important for us to yeah, pray in our prayer, meditating on the simple, the poor life of Jesus Christ, the one who had nowhere to lay his head. He says, foxes have dens, uh, uh, wolves have, 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 have things, you know, birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. This is a poor Christ here who relied on the things of others. And when we meditated this and come into this, we, can, we, we, we become more like Jesus. We start to think like him, be like him, thinking, and, then, and then thinking about his words. And in all this, then, there is greater love. And my brothers and sisters, God is generous. It's up to us to want it, to desire, to have the heart of Jesus, to have the love and charity of Jesus. It's up to us. Ask him, desire more, want more. Go to Jesus. God bless you all.